mic check 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 guys valentine is coming <laughs> where is your boyfriend hey you are sitting at home anyway mic check 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 guys hey guys welcome to another epic epic episode of the chris coco podcast if this is your first time here you're welcome if you always listen please come back please keep listening as you know we are here to demystify the era of the three c's accelerated change overwhelming complexity tremendous competition so we are in a month of love i want to sing a love song um which love song comes to mind <coughs> maybe see me know you mm, that one i will share the song <laughs> I, I really want to sing a song like that's what my heart do like do 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 i'm sorry i don't think i can sing so hey guys welcome to another episode it's a month of love welcome to the first episode of this month that's building deep meaningful relationships building deep meaningful relationships and the inspiration behind this series is i want us to learn to build deep relationships are like as a generation we are losing that touch that sense of like connection everybody's trying to do oh me i can't do i don't need people i don't need people i'm hardcore i'm tough everybody's trying to be tough on the outside but deep down we need people we need to build meaningful relationships we need to build connections so that's the inspiration behind this podcast and i have with me you know him he has come on like two episodes before and he's coming again um i have with me modikai mentor and bringing him again to talk about deep meaningful relationship this is the family version right most of us grow up i don't know how you grow up me it depends on where you come from like you grow up your siblings are your siblings but your siblings are not your friends you're not there's no that kind of bond with your family right it's not everybody some people have amazing bonds and i mean it's one of the reasons why i'm bringing someone who has amazing bonds to come and talk about his like the journey towards that point but before we go for it i mean he can just say hi and like just i mean i know you know him but he should say hi again because someone is listening for the first time i was not listening to his previous episodes hi guys it's me again i'm glad to be back here on the chris coca podcast Today we come go inside. So yeah, yeah. If you are tuning in for the first time, shouts to you. If you are tuning in and you're a regular listener, shouts to you as well. Keep putting people on Charlie. Yeah. All right. So welcome, Modikai. And thank you for making time for me. I really appreciate you guys. Like it's been like back and forth. I told Modikai, let's do Zoom. He said, no. He can't do Zoom. He wants us to do in person. And we've done back and forth. And now, yeah, we've got the epic sword so and uh, i mean before i go on it's going to be like back to back um epic swords with like building deep meaningful relationships i mean after family we are going to look at friends we are going to look at squad we are going to look at workplace we are going to look at virtual relationships i mean virtual friendships so i'm really hoping you enjoy this series um you can send me a hi or hello on instagram or twitter and let's get in touch if you want to come on this show i mean let's get uh, let's also get in touch anyway enough of the long <coughs> to do my voice lord <coughs> enough of the long intros <laughs> let's let's just go inside so um modika i brought you mainly on this podcast because for this episode 
I I've even told you before I admire the way you relate with your family especially your yeah. siblings and I think the first day I said I'm like how did you do it and for me it has been on my heart and I'm like okay this month of love let's let's just do building deep meaningful relationships like what was the secret I mean I want us to just talk about you being an, a big bro how did you start the journey when did you realize there are like gaps in your relationship with your siblings how did you go about it just sharing with us for people like us who want to really put family first yeah. yeah we want to learn from you okay so yeah thanks i'll take it from when it started i think that was right after i came from shs i think shs was an eye opener for me like i'm always an, a very observant person so i think shs i was observing different behaviors and how people were moving about so i'm like <laughs> ah. interesting so i go back home i'm done with school now and i'm just at home for like some time waiting to go to uni but i didn't go to uni straight away i was home for about a year or so yeah so it gave me time i was really at home i stayed with my siblings and it was, like this was the time where we call it you took a gap <laughs> yeah gap year <laughs> hey bro for four no gap year <laughs> guys today i've learned something new i took a gap year mm. did you take all you, like, oh, that just made you life gave me a gap year <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh Koma said you you grew up here, my office. Oh my god! Yeah, so that was it. I was home for a year. Took a gap year. Hey, you see, oh, I took a gap year, or life presented me a gap year. <laughs> but yeah, fast forward. The thing was, I started realizing that there were some things about me personally I wanted to change because. I could easily see people's mistakes. Like that's one thing about me. I'll see somebody's wrong or flaw very quickly. I'll not use it against you, but it's one thing I'm able to identify very easily. And for a long time I realized ah, me and my siblings we are just siblings. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was just a sibling rule like yeah, do this, do that. Daddy said do this, mommy said do that. We are going to church. You know, it was just basic set down traditional routines for us. That was that was the only bond that was there and I realized it was really empty like on birthdays we couldn't share anything with each other like we couldn't even say happy birthday it was it was so <laughs> stiff <laughs> and at that point i realized nah i don't want it like this yeah. i want i want to look at my brother and say my brother and i feel the depth I love of call yeah of calling him my brother or my sister and i look at her so we are three me being the first born my sister being the second and then I have a little brother the youngest of us all so i think after ichs is when the realization hit me and i started working on it so i had to start looking at uh, sibling relationships from the bible first oh, okay yeah so that's where i started hey man of god kabosh they say if you want to learn you go learn. to the book of life Aye, yeah. give us, so but my friends have said so that's that's where that's where i started from so I was looking at Skin and Abel's relationship, which we obviously know didn't go well. Yeah. But even I think we all knew that Cain didn't like Abel to a certain point. But Abel was still very open towards him. Yeah. So I looked at that. Then I went on to look at Moses and um, Miriam. Aaron. There was Miriam as well, right? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's Miriam. Is it a sister or a wife or something? I think that's a sister. That's a sister. Yeah, I Moses think Aaron Aaron is a sister. Hey. Yeah. And there's school. Aaron as well. Yeah. yeah. Bible school in the young Small Yeah. So I, I think basically what I'm saying is I went to the Bible to understand 
how relationships are supposed to work or what God will want relationships to look like and what you can achieve from them. So aside the biblical perspective, I also had to set what I want to achieve from forming a personal bond with my siblings because it had to go beyond chores and traditionally <laughs> said now really yeah it had to go beyond that yeah. so i actually had to sit down and write stuff down like so i want michael to be able michael is my youngest brother the last of us all so i want michael to be able to open up to me concerning anything about school growing up girls anything at all yeah i wrote all that down then michelle as well that's the second one so i wrote that i want because you see my siblings have very different personalities michelle is I don't want to say shy, but she's a very shy. reserved person. Yeah. yeah, Michelle is very reserved. So, if you don't give her the space, she won't open up and you won't hear anything from her. So, I decided that I had to take it up upon myself to let that change. As for Michael, he will freely come and ask. I think he's been looking up to me from since we were small. So, he'll freely walk up to me. And But I think one thing he didn't like about me was that I was always keeping up the strict edge. Like, I had become my <laughs> dad bro. without doing Yeah, so... They also put a bridge there, like, yeah, we will not talk to him on certain stuff. Yeah. So I realized, yeah, I had to start working on myself to see the change I want in them as well. So, yeah, that's that's really where it started from. So, I mean, coming to that realization, now I know you started doing it. So who did you start with and how did the journey, like, practical step yeah, to start yeah, going? Yeah, so um, I went, I, I think I called the two of them. It was in my room on oh, my birthday. Yeah, 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 I called hey, the twelve on my birthday. Hey, now like the thing really entered me. Like, <laughs> I think first of all, before these things, I remember uh, I was listening to a podcast from uh, Prophet Kakrabedi, and he said, "If you want to do anything, you have to be able to see it first, and seeing as in see it in your mind." So, I, before I even decided to call any of them, I was looking at it like, "Yeah, like ten, twenty years from now." I want to see us in a place where when we are together, there's no tension. Yeah. When we talk, it's so open. When we laugh, it's, f- it's with full joy, you know? Like, I want to build a very good bond with my siblings. So I pictured that in my head. And then on my, the evening of my birthday, I think it was when I was 22. Wow. Yeah, when I was turning 22. Hey, SHS, can I read that? SHS was 2014. The mass is not mass. <laughs> because... <laughs> no, no, not over man. Yeah, let me just keep it there. I know Before that was one of my birthdays. Cup, cup yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was one of my birthdays. The evening I called them, they came to my room with very gloomy faces, like, "Hey, why has he called us? Are we in trouble or something?" <laughs> you didn't do that chores. Yeah. <laughs> so I called them, and I could see how apprehensive they were because this doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, we, I sat them down and I was like I've been thinking about something for a while now and this is it so I presented them with everything that has been on my heart like I want us to move beyond just siblingship I want there to be a very good bond of friendship and sisterhood and brotherhood and I think they were very surprised because they were looking at me like hey boy, you? hey, you, you're always following daddy <laughs> if daddy's not there the second daddy <laughs> what emotional things are you coming to talk about yeah and I could feel from their reactions that they couldn't really like, hey, hey, what's this? That was when I realized that. So even emotionally, my siblings and I were closed off <laughs> yeah. to each other. And Charlie. I was like, nah, this task is bigger than I thought. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't going to give up. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I went at length with speaking 
to them i really broke it down for each of them like michelle i told her what i want to see with her like how i'd want us to relate and how much i'd want to invest in her if she allows me and i think during the whole meeting they were still like <laughs> like what is this whole chapter and thing monica is opening yeah. i think my brother even though surprised he was happy about it because he was looking at me like hey wow my big brother wants to get closer to me like yeah. as for him the whole idea just the boss in mind so he was really looking at me like okay okay let's see where we can go with this so after i finally finished like presenting everything i had on my heart then i asked them what, what they wanted to say as well so my sister was like well she wasn't expecting this but she thinks it's a good thing because she if she thinks about it she really doesn't like the fact that i started traditionally laid down sibling ship <laughs> there is really nothing else nothing else yeah. she was talking about the fact that she will not have anybody to talk to if she goes to uni and if boys start wearing hair you know those things like if this boy comes into my dms and he's doing those things you know girls and their skirmishes and my sister being a shy person yeah, yeah. she'll bottle all that in and before you realize she'll make a mistake you wish if you were there yeah she would have made uh uh-huh. so i thought of all those things i like I, I think I really need to be in her life than just be existent. So it started from there. But I think the major key in all this was saying it was not enough. I had to lead a step. Yeah. I had to be the person who opened up such chapters in everything I was talking about. So I think one key thing was coming up as a vulnerable person to them. Because big brother, they, who who knows their big brother will be talking to them about his girlfriends or school issues he's facing <laughs> or, uh-huh, is you know those things so i had yeah. to take that step and i started involving them in parts of my life the you clearly see that you won't get this in a regular very normal setting uh-huh, yeah. siblingship you won't get that so i think that's where it took off from i had to be intentional and very conscious about it like so sometimes i'd share a story they will leave my room then they'll come back one after the other. So I'll be there, my sister will come like five minutes later. Hey, so this thing you told us. Ah, so so maybe I shared a relationship story. Okay, no, it was not a relationship story. Like somebody I liked, you know, those things, how it ends or how funny these things can go. Then she comes back and she's asking questions like, hey, so when you told her this, what happened? When you After you said it like this, what happened? So when you before separated, you know, like you realize that, oh, they're actually now feeling the closeness like they yeah, want yeah so my brother comes back and he's like oh so he's also dealing with this but he doesn't know how to go about it. it's been on his mind for some time but and not to say but i think as a sibling you train or let me use firstborns as a firstborn you automatically become like hey, a parent. Was- <laughs> you're automatically, automatically <laughs> listeners pardon my time you automatically yeah. I think firstborns automatically trained to become parents, whether yeah. you like it or not. Yeah, you, you automatically, yeah, you become that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to drink water, guys. It's not me. I need water. So yeah, I think that's how it starts. That's that's really how it starts. Vulnerability, taking the first step, and being willing to really open up. And trust me, it doesn't end there because they will start coming at you with all the problems that you didn't think they were going through 
some of them you genuinely don't have the answers to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be honest with yourself. Not because you want to build a bond by force cry. You want to. F- no, you can't. Same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't do everything. Some you genuinely don't have the answers to. And I think it helps that they realize, hey, he also doesn't know. So this thing, how we do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It, it creates a space where now you, w- you both want to sit down and talk about it. Like, okay. But I think if you do it like this, it helps. So yeah, it moved beyond. I brought homework. I can't do it. Help me. <laughs> yeah. Two. Yeah, I think that's. Daddy said I should do this. I told him this, and right now he's angry. Can you talk to him for me? Okay. You know it progresses to that because. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know for how many homes, but in a very typical African setting, you can't go to your parents with your emotional issues. Charlie. <laughs> and when they offend you. you yeah, they don't. They don't see like they've offended you. You understand? <laughs> so yeah, there's, those issues also come they up. So you become like So you become like a mediator. And for me personally, I became like the emotional mirror between my siblings and my parents. Oh, okay. So they do something, my siblings are hurt, but they don't know that what they did was like it caused hurt. They in their minds, <laughs> me, I'm training you. You are there doing. <laughs> so I had to become the person that let my parents see that. You can do it this way. It doesn't. You don't have to make the person feel like this. You know. So I was trying to bridge gap between me and sibling, but I ended up also bridging gap between siblings and parents. Okay. So oh, okay. yeah, it fostered a very nice bond. Oh, okay. The journey still continues. Again. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, as the journey has continued, like, how? So what you wrote down? Maybe you can just share with us two or three, and how you implemented it and how you are right now what do you think accounted for that to work out okay so yeah for those who don't know my hopefully you don't know them <laughs> but yeah <laughs> michelle and michael they'll definitely listen to this episode so yeah. for michelle some of the things i wrote was i want michelle to be able to walk up to me at any time or call me at any time with anything that's bothering her even if I don't know, have zero knowledge about it, yeah. I want her to feel confident that she can call me concerning anything. And how I made that work was, I started calling her to share some of the things. Deep down, these were things that if I had let myself handle, I could have done it at some point. But just to make her feel like I need her in my thinking process and in my solution process, that's one of the things that come up. So maybe I'm dealing with something at school. I'm dealing with something mentally. And I think, yeah, this is heavy. Let me see what Michelle thinks about it. So I'll call her or I'll text her. I'm like, yo, so this is, this is what's going on. I want to go here. But from everybody's perspective, they think this other side is better. So what do you think about it? Initially, she's speechless because she's like, hey, you are my big brother. So, But when she realizes you actually need her input, she comes out and I think even helped her foster the attribute of boldness because my sister is a very bold person but if you don't give her the chance you won't know so I realized now she voices out stuff very easily if it's a good thing she will let it out without hesitating if it's bad she will also let you know that yo this thing you did yeah Uh so I think You'll be wanting to do one thing, but before you realize, you've opened channels to other for other things to be able to come. And for Michael, one of the things I also wrote was, Michael shouldn't ever feel like, now he knows, so 
he doesn't need me again. Yeah. You know that thing where boys resetting and they're like, me in this thing I know. So yeah. when when you have a brother, you understand. When you feel like he's right now, he's in university, and I was praying that I've passed here, so I know how it can get over here. So I was asking and saying that I don't want him to come here and feel like. Oh, he's figured this out. This one has happened before, so he knows. I want him to feel like, as soon as he feels some bit of uncertainty, he can just pick up a phone and call me like, Hey, Charlie, I did this and this, one, but Brana is looking like he wants to go here. And I don't want anything to happen, so what do you think? So we'll talk it out. Or he wants to pick up something, but he's not sure as to how it will turn out. He wants me to be the judging voice behind it. So yeah, it's like that sometimes. And oh, you have to create a space to be criticized as well <laughs> I was... oh and they they give it to me <laughs> like right now every year mm. at the end of the year like December 31st as soon as it's first January we'll come from an all night so obviously nobody's sleeping yeah but guy, we have to do meeting what we want to see for the next year I'm like hey <laughs> right now they, they even come and set a meeting before <laughs> so if you've forgotten safe wow yeah so as soon as we come back from church I'm like Abi, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, oh, yeah, Abi. Okay, then let's meet. We have to talk about what happened this year and how we saw this year. Like, they've embraced the whole process so much. Right now, yeah, so how can we be better? What can we do? You, there are some things about you I don't like. Yeah. You too, there are some things about you that we feel like you can change. Hey, Charlie, last, before this year started, they gave me to be, uh, Me, I said, hey, is it me you go? <laughs> So, oh, yeah, yeah, but if we don't tell you, you will not change it. So, you have to tell you. I'm like, yeah. Dude. Oh my god. And you see, you have to learn to foster the space in such a place where it doesn't get disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you might feel like, hey, they are disrespectful. Yeah, why are you talking to me like that? But, but in their hearts, that's not what they actually mean to do. They just feel like they've connected with you on a certain level where they can now put you yeah, in your place. Or the play gets too excessive for you when you feel like, hey, you have to, I don't think you you, you understand yeah. that I'm your big brother. You can't talk to me like that. <laughs> so you have to also come out from a place where you let them realize that oh it's okay to say this, but I think you can say it like this. Yeah. But if you go with that harsh attitude, like you the everyday kakai with yeah, Charlie, right. you really not achieve anything. It, it's not easy. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, uh, I I think you've shared a lot, but um, I like the whole embracing that vulnerability. I think I started learning it from you. I think when I, the first day I saw, I came to your house and I told you, ah, nah, the bond I saw is not regular siblingship bond. And I mean, I wanted to learn from Modikai. So another thing I want to ask is um, conflict resolution. I mean, if something maybe you and one or the other two, like something happens, how do you, how do you people come back to resolve conflict? So yeah, um, that's that's really important because as humans, emotions will flare up. Yeah. And yeah, everybody will act some way according to how they feel. But I think part of what makes the bond stronger is realizing that you don't always have to act in certain manners to certain situations. Like since we started trying to change or since we started trying to build, every time you're angry, this is how you react we will collectively come and let you know that you don't always have to yeah, do right. it like this you know sometimes especially when what they are telling you is true <laughs> you know you can just relax you yeah we know it's pains yeah. but you yeah. just relax accepting and, yeah it's not easy by you 
Cool down. They think true, boom. Yeah. yeah, so I think the conflict resolution point is very interesting because it's the water. It's the water. <laughs> so like um me when I get when I'm when I'm angry, I'll talk. I don't keep quiet. I'll let you know that this thing you did there. When my sister is angry, she will not talk. She will distance herself and you will see it's like Yeah, Michael too. He will say a few things after that he's snobbish. Like uh-huh. Okay. He's gone. Like he will do it for you, but you will see that what he's doing for you there. If he gets there, he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> so I think you have to also be careful in those spaces. Because if you go and try and enforce authoritarianship in those situations, you only worsen it. Because we're dealing with emotions here. So you have to be smart. You have to be intelligent at approaching such situations. When you know you did the wrong, forget your big brother position. Go as calmly as you can. Apologize and try and find out how they would have wanted you to handle this. Sometimes, how you handled it is how it has to be handled. Yeah. If you try and go a soft manner, the results you you wish to see will not come. Sometimes, you really have to just your eye <laughs> and press and do it. Later on, they will come to appreciate that. Oh, this... Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. But you just... All I'm saying, you have to be intelligent at approaching those things. You know, I I was just feeling I wish Michelle was around so that I hear from like the perspective of being, so, yeah. yeah, and see how like they also put in the effort. Yeah. But I think it's not too late. Another question that came to mind was um definitely in all these things boundaries will come, yeah. and you know you want to open up to them and they should be asking you how would you balance that? Ah, you are not over. And do you have like I don't know maybe you know like normal friendship things you can give people don't enter my space too much how are you handling that kind of boundaries yeah so yeah that's true the thing about boundaries is i think it stems from respect so when you start you have to start establishing that that like you can come to me about everything but you are you know there are some things i can't come to you and demand so i think it's fair that sometimes they want to know deeper but you just have to be smart and let them know that there's some of the things I can't I can't put you in like it's not like you are excluding them but I think we all have people we will talk to about certain things that yeah. are siblings yeah yeah so when I started so that, that one is fine yeah it's fine when I started that my sister didn't understand she was like ah you want to open but leave some until yeah. she experienced a situation where she mm. felt like <laughs> talking to me about it the age she rather has a female friend she would talk to her about yeah when it happened I realized and I told her that I think now you understand my point okay. she was like me, leave me leave me leave me I was like so now you get it she was like yeah, yeah she does at first she didn't really see like how the fine lines worked in between boundaries and stuff like I'm like it comes it's life when it comes and you realize this one they uh, sharing it with siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the condemnation is high. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see their reactions from certain yeah. so you rather share with somebody else. And that's okay, but keep it open every time. That's at least that's what I do. So if she feels like okay, yeah, okay. This one she didn't want to share, but she feels like I should know. She'll come. Some some of the things I feel like hey, this one, yeah, that's I'm coming to tell you. <laughs> but I just let them know so they they realize that 
I'm not faking. Or what's yeah. first going on? I'm not exempted. Like, I don't try and paint a picture that's non-existent of myself. They, I have to let them know every once in a while that <laughs> sometimes I pass here. I'm, I'm on the journey to straightness, but sometimes I pass here. Yeah, so I'm very real with my siblings, and that's yeah. that's one thing they they like. I think they appreciate a lot because yeah. me, I will not hide it. If yeah, it's like this. I, yeah. like this. I think it's one of like very real. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so um. I have another question. What activities do you do? You said you were tired of the usual mm. bedding. People cannot wish you. Yeah. But now, how are you handling activities? Like, do you go out as siblings? Yeah. Or, yeah. like, how do you do that? Do you plan? Yeah. And who pays the big brother <laughs> <laughs> contribution? So, in everything, like they said, yeah. you have to be a leader in these things. So, it's not easy move. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I had to start making yeah. some of the things like we had to set our own rituals so on a birthday like somebody's birthday aside their wishes and all that now we try to get each other gifts okay if you can't get a gift and you want us to go sit somewhere that's not a problem like we we've established in the mother that it's not about the place we are going to it's about the fact that we want to go and sit at a place and just be with ourselves and eat so my my past birthday my 27th birthday yeah they took me to the Junction Mall. Ah, I think a new restaurant opened there. Yeah, Sweet Roses. Yeah. They took me there. I think I saw the pictures. Yeah, and they spread me. <laughs> but yeah, I ended up paying my. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just what it is. I like the fact that yeah. they thought about it and said, Mordecai, we want to take you out. And they had money to pay. Yeah. But I mean, I can't sit down and let that happen. I wanted yeah. to establish the fact that they can take initiative and be willing to back the initiative so once i saw that i was okay so i think that was really about it for me and michelle's birthday i i think aside being a sibling i also break into genders like she's a woman i want to let her feel like she's not just my sister but she's a very special woman as well so i really like to go as all out as i can so aside posting on my status and using the heaviest of captions uh, yes that's what i want yeah. i'll get a very nice gift like, i think last year or last two years i got her sneakers and something else okay yeah so this year we're looking at where to go hey. maybe i'll take it some very dope restaurant hey. some very nice dress <laughs> oh that's amazing yeah so we, we've set routines for ourselves and what we do every now and then so even christmas aside the whole family thing hey, personally we'll do something if we we'll join michelle charlie let's cook here something it has to be spontaneous and fun you know so yeah Break break out to the normal routines and do something. Oh, nice, nice. I think you have actually touched. I just wish your siblings were here to like. <laughs> I didn't know it would have been this like deep for us to like need them yeah. for an episode. But I think, um, for me, like I said, when I saw it the first day, I think I told you when I saw it, like Charlie, nah, it's, it's something special. And I mean, I started learning it with my siblings. And you know, when you guys take the initiative once in a while. Like, I mean, yeah. I saw one of my sisters At first, you, you don't know You see the way me, I think I'm too serious yeah. for my sibling Like, always, I'm achieving I'm <laughs> Most goals <laughs> But when I start, like, opening up And you see that one time She comes and just asks, oh, how should I do this? Then I realize, oh, okay yeah. Like, they are beginning to see Yeah, so I think I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not yet I'm not at Mordecai's level of siblingship But I think one step at a time yeah. And it's all being very intentional about things. 
uh i hope you probably learned i don't know maybe find out words or something for me i've really learned a lot like that i said this this month is a month of love i want us to break away from boyfriend girlfriends too much let's let's fix home first i think in the bible when um andrew met jesus he went to call peter right and peter became the rock so that was the first person he went to call james and john their mother came to do connection you know it's all family family first let's try to build that kind of family relationship um but you have like final words maybe somebody just starting out with siblings maybe it's a second born third born like how should assuming their big brother doesn't want to take the initiative or big sister doesn't want to take the initiative how should he or she go about it to take it so you know it's it starts with intentionality if you've spoken about it right and maybe you're not the firstborn you're a younger sibling or something i think the first thing to do is to let the person know your intentions whatever sibling it is if you realize they're being reluctant towards it start taking the actions at it me personally if like we on, agree on something and i'm slacking on my part and i see my sister doing hers my brother is doing hers <laughs> and, uh, Nobody would my conscience you. is choking me like we all said we'll do the thing <laughs> and uh, you are doing like J or I and things yeah. when you finish are you going to release to them after they've done the thing yeah, yeah so we'll prick you you can't release it down but I think yeah basically it starts with talking about it and deciding to take the initiative whether or not the other people decide to because I mean you will not get there in a day mom but yeah you have to try you have to try and remember that it will not, it will not be all rosy as I'm saying it like this, I hope I touched on it and I let you know that there are some times where emotions can be very heightened. Like, you have to approach everybody in a, yeah, in a very different and intelligent manner. So you have to study every sibling for themselves and see how you work around with them. Oh, nice. I'm sure you've been on a journey for like close to five to six years. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I think I'm proud of you. So fast, we are now starting our journey. <laughs> Oh, that's that's really amazing. Um, Monica, do you have final words for anybody like listening to this and trying to build deep relationship with family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be very intentional about it. Stop. Aren't you tired of the shallowness? Like, it's church. We are going here. Mommy chores. said do this. We are doing chores together. <laughs> if you really sit down and look at you and your siblings, you realize there's really no bond if you yeah. take away chores. So you people can't even call each other randomly to ask, hey, how are you doing? Because there's nothing there you are all just existing when they say we are doing this okay then you are all there family party you are all there but when you take away those family set down traditions there's really nothing amongst you two so i think think about it picture what you want and then take steps towards it Hey, I promise this episode you will get a girl. Some, <laughs> some girl will come that please. I want to marry Monica. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm sorry, I'm taking him off the market. <laughs> um and for me, I'm already touched by this episode and I, I hope people will be touched. I for this month of love, I'm sure some of you is the first I, I know why I put family for first. Some of you this vows day, your girl, Debia, your girl, your siblings got they've not got chocolate before. I want you to reconsider and put your family first. Family above all, always and forever. I think if you watch originals, it's all about always and forever. And when I read The Godfather, he said like, a real man is not, or a real person, you can't be real when you're not true and faithful to your family. That's not like a real human being, okay? So 
you have to really be faithful to your family you have to build that bond and i mean as we are all taking the steps i'm sure we'll have monica again and his siblings to have that whole let me just listen to their perspective as well today we didn't prepare for them just just for the senior brother to just talk to us and i'm sure you have learned a lot i'm i'm glad i've learned myself i'm blessed and i'm inspired by this episode so listeners um like i said we are here to learn how to build deep meaningful relationship deep meaningful relationships and let's start with family <clears throat> like i said we are here to what demystify the era of the three c's accelerated change overwhelming complexity tremendous competition check <clears throat> but I, was, I want to sing a song well, i want to sing a love song before i leave um do you have any love song in mind i want to sing i want to sing just a smile and the rain is gone Eesh. could hardly believe it yeah holding on to yesterday far far too long i know that i'll be okay cause this time i lay my love on you is all i wanna do Every time I breathe, I feel bright. Hey, you open up my heart. Show me all your love and you walk right through all year. As I lay my love on you, like a once in a lifetime, you change my world. I lay my love on you. I want you to lay love on your siblings. Feel bye. Love you all. <laughs> check, check, check out.